0: And good evening and welcome to News on the News episode two. Um so we're back for a second week. Uh thank you to everybody who got in touch after the first one. Um we're glad that you enjoyed it. Um and hopefully we'll we'll give you a laugh or two again this evening. Um so how are you girls? How's your week been?
1: Yeah, it's been good. It was really
0: busy. We both had a full on week of um
1: of work, but we've had a really nice chilled weekend, so not too bad, is it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Hi, good evening. It's been very nice and chill the weekend for for a change. That's good. How was weekend. your week?
3: Not, not chilled at all. No. Whatever oh, yeah. the opposite of that is.
2: Yeah.
0: Busy, very busy. <laughs> Kid crazy. Mm. Mm. Hey um, Hope, what can you sorry, do? We,
2: we did offer to uh, take a couple of your kids
3: uh, but you didn't want to pay us enough for that. So
0: no, sorry. well we're
2: going to
3: take you up on that and we've decided the kids can live with you Monday through Friday. You can drop them okay. off for Friday. We'll do all the treats and the nice stuff, and you can do all the homework arguments and kick him out of bed in the morning. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> no, absolutely. We'll drop them off tomorrow
0: morning. Brilliant. Well done. Glad we've settled that. <laughs> Love the door, Molly. <laughs> okay, so we've got some good stories. I think I know what's coming up, so I'm quite excited. I think Molly, you're first up with your story this evening. I'm indeed
1: absolutely so this story uh, really grabbed me because it's about how men are starting to access a little bit more mental health support so we all know how important this is and especially young men so it's new data from the counselling directory and it reveals that the number of young men reaching out for mental health support has increased by a whopping 217 percent in the last year so I think that's really positive.
0: Mm. Yeah, it is. I I think um, it's a a big step in the right direction, isn't it? Because I think historically we just haven't seen men, young men particularly, seeking any kind of mental health support. Um, Mm -hmm. The numbers have been very, very low, so it's great to see this.
3: Yeah, there's been a a lot of campaigning as well recently, hasn't there? You know, uh, it's okay to cry and things like that for men. And I think we are seeing an end to this toxic masculinity culture that was prevalent for, for so long. A
1: good thing exactly. It's like little steps, isn't it? I think um we were speaking earlier, they're still saying that in um in terms of suicide rate, it's still seventy five percent in favor of men, it's obviously still massively too high. and I know you were saying at work, yeah, it was because I do do at
2: work, I do deal with that kind that side of things um, with the suicides, and they have definitely been more male, and you know I don't want it to be more female, but I just don't want it to be anyone. But if we can help those men to um, to reach out and they should not just suffer in silence because yeah, it's not it's not it's not good when it ends the way I see it end. it's it's often
3: yeah. it's good that it's prevalent on social media now, I think it's good that people are seeing you know, men are seeing that it is okay to talk. it is okay to to hug and to cry and to talk about their feelings. And you know that the more that's pushed, and the more they see that it is acceptable and it doesn't make them any less of a man. Um, you know, it and, it, and
2: there are some fantastic yeah. charities and organisations you know like is it November. that's yeah. done every November that really helps
1: so yeah and I feel like that's been in the media an awful lot this year they've made a real push to especially try and capture the young audience I know through Twister we've really tried to target young men and young gender diverse um, people to actually um, engage in some of those referrals because I think still um, talking therapies and NHS referrals are still they're much lower. They're saying this article says it, it's higher than it's ever been, but we need to keep that kind of momentum going. I think to show that it is okay to show emotion to be you, we don't men don't have to be really masculine the same way femi- females don't have to be really feminine. Yeah,
3: absolutely. absolutely even if we can just encourage men to just you know talk to their pals and talk to their families and and just to open up more in that way then that's got to have a huge positive impact doesn't it rather than bottling it up and trying to be the big man all the time
1: exactly what's the phrase it's good to talk i think that's really important for all of us
3: but
1: yeah Yeah. especially yeah yeah really good article to read actually and that was from happy full magazine which um i would really recommend Mm. it's available online because it it is available in print as well but if you uh you can pick it up online for
0: free so it's a really good read check that out brilliant and if anybody does need to talk we have our talk helpline you can text capitals t-a-l-k talk to double eight double four zero and somebody will answer you okay right
3: Oh, okay. yes. Let we'll me move on to mine now. So, we have a fantastic article. So, we've had, oh, hold on, sorry guys. <clears throat> he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it. Anyway, uh, we've got Olivia Coleman, Jamila Jamil, um, and Paloma Faith, amongst other women who have signed an open letter with regards to violence upon trans women and I think this is absolutely stunning that we've got such high profile names now, Um, you know, getting involved and giving a voice to to trans women and saying actually trans women are women and women deserve to be treated with respect and women deserve to be safe and to feel safe all the time and to, to have public faces like this discussing things like this in the media I think is going to be hugely positive for the whole community what do you guys think
2: well we think well most of we love Paloma Faith anyway and doesn't surprise me that she would put her name down for something like this because she's she's incredible we went to see her a couple of years ago and she's just such a down-to-earth incredible woman so it doesn't surprise me but yeah it is important unfortunately that's what we still have to do is Try to get those big names and people to um, to voice this kind of thing. Yeah, and Olivia Coleman, yeah, isn't she wonderful? For, yeah. Yeah. You, oh, there's no connection. Sorry, that we, did you say something there because there was no connection? No. Oh, oh there God, you go. I well, was just hearing
1: an echo. It was an echo. It's you fun. know, you're right. Having people like that, like, especially What's like new, Olivia Coleman, is it? <laughs> because they're in such high profile uh tv programs and stuff at the moment we need that kind of platform and that voice you know if they come out and support then you know the smaller people and and the people on the street will think actually that's somebody I look up to and they've got these views so maybe they're actually on the right track so it's really really important fantastic article and I think, because I think
0: the last 12 months have been probably more actually dominated by uh, the voice of, of she who shall not be named, um, coming very very aggressively out against trans women, um, so this actually brings some balance to that and I think it's wonderful, absolutely wonderful to see people at their level coming out and putting, putting their heads above the parapet with this one really and um, I'm really grateful to them anyway. I th- I think mm. it's it's wonderful. And it's, be... it's very timely as well considering we've just had Trans Day of
3: Remembrance. Mm. So to to you know to continue the momentum of Trans Day of Remembrance and, and to have this kind of thing coming out into the public eye, I think is is brilliant. So yeah, I'm I'm really happy about this and I think mm. we need to maintain the momentum. I think um we, we all have a friend, don't we, who recently experienced some harassment in London as she was, you know, strolling strolling home from work and you know, just the the fear that some women can feel. Just you know, walking home from work, that the harassment and the fear of violence that it, it feels like it's ever present. And you know, it's it's a horrible world we live in sometimes, isn't it? So I think it's, not
2: right. it. it's not right. It's not right that you should be scared walking down the road. So no. and, you know, if you didn't like these these uh, people already, you're just gonna like like if if you're already like enjoy what they do and now you know they're doing this you're gonna love them even more like um for me certainly if i found out that someone like paloma faith was against this kind of thing and was a bit like jk Rowling, i wouldn't go to a concert ever again but this is gonna make me want to go again and again because she's so high up now yeah Exactly.
3: exactly. Yeah. I love it when people use their reach and their power and their voice and their fame for good and to protect other people. I think that's only a positive thing. And like you said, you know, it would encourage you to buy Paloma Faith tickets. Well, you know, us in this house, we can certainly say hand on heart that we'll never, ever purchase another J.K. Rowling book or, or put money into her coffers ever again because of her disgusting opinions. So, yeah,
2: Absolutely. Uh, Which makes me sad because I've never actually seen Harry Potter and I'm never going to watch it. So. Now you won't. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> our, our our kids were big fans and now they um, they themselves have decided to boycott so yeah. that's, that's uh, d- down to them with no pressure from us so, but we were quite proud of them for that weren't we we we're, we're very proud of them and you know it, it shows the power of the voice doesn't it
1: i was just going to say absolutely the power of a voice and you can't take back what what you've said you know you can apologize and you can move forward but you, it's once it's out there and it's a view and it's, it
0: takes a lot to take it back so mm. Use it well, wisely. The difficulty is she stands by everything she said. Yeah, so she does absolutely. <laughs> never apologized. So yeah. you know, I, I don't want to give her any more air time. So I think we yeah, let's let's move on. <laughs> let's
3: move on to the um, to the next article. So now we've got an article that was chosen by you, Yana.
2: It was, and um, I think it's a it's a it's a really important thing, and it's not exactly local uh, because uh, it's talking about Scotland. But how amazing of Scotland to do this! Uh, they set to make a period to make period products free for all um, who need them by putting them in public um, places such as uh, youth clubs and pharmacies, and they are the first country in
1: the world to do that. Yeah, and I think it's incredible because such a small country as well it's just it's going out there and and stepping forward and saying actually this is right isn't it
2: yeah and you know yourself working with young people there's so many young um young people um that are just can't afford to buy them or
1: yeah we only had we only had one person this week who came into youth session and and didn't have enough money to buy sanitary products and you know you think Surrey is an affluent area um and actually You know she lives in quite an affluent area but it doesn't mean that you've actually got that money because it's not it's not cheap and actually you know they're not cheap products to buy even for us not.
0: and they're heavily taxed as well
1: yeah Mm. as a luxury item i believe yeah
0: you know (laughs) i love my period i feel so luxurious
1: exactly (laughs) it's mad isn't it we don't get a choice whether we have them or not yet we have to spend a proportion of our food bill every week Actually, buying these products—they are expensive,
2: uh, yeah, of course, it's definitely not luxury. Oh, it,
1: it, yeah,
2: oh, it's so luxurious. I wish I had it twice a month. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Though this,
3: this is a huge and really bold move, I think, for Scotland, mm. and I very much hope that the rest of the world will set up and pay attention. You know, I don't know about you guys, but every time you go to a motorway service station, yeah, you, you know, you sit down for a wee. On the back of the door, there's always that poster of the girl that's in Uganda or wherever, and it's asking you to send money to buy her period products. You know and and there there are women and young girls all over the world that really struggle, you know particularly i my mind's always turned to to homeless women mm. who must really struggle at that time of the month to you know to look after themselves so to actually have have free free products here, there and everywhere for people to just take. i think is is a really bold and excellent move, and I would love to see England um northern Ireland the world certainly follow so if it doesn't you know roll out to the rest of the world I'd love that.
0: I wonder yeah. if, this, if this sort of kicked off with the schools program. So uh, the schools have a red box program, and um, as initially when they started this in our school, parents were asked to donate to the red box, um, and, and of course we all did, and it just means that that young women can young girls can go and access that whenever they need it and they can take as much as they need um and i think that that is that is fantastic so i think young people who are in school are catered for certainly in in our children's school and i'm pretty sure across the county that that Uh, yes no that yeah it is but i think in a lot of cases the teachers have run this
3: themselves you know the teachers have have looked after the kids and the the school nurses have made sure that there's provisions Mm. you know so but you know school was but maybe that away.
0: sort of triggered the momentum for this i think you know maybe it was the first step and mm. you know this this decision in scotland is is a good one a really really good one and hopefully the rest of the rest of the uk will follow suit
1: yeah i life. really hope so i think um in some schools they have the facility but i'm not sure whether maybe the young people i know a few of mine maybe don't have the education to know that it's actually available or maybe don't don't feel safe or confident asking a member of staff, which is a real shame. So I think maybe there's a little bit more to be done around that because like we have the red box in the youth provision as well. Well,
2: it's kind of embarrassing, you know, you find it embarrassing because I know it's natural thing for women and and, and people and all that, but it is kind of embarrassing because you're asking someone for something and then they know that you're on your period and you kind of feel a bit embarrassed. And also the fact that maybe you can't afford it, your parents didn't buy it difficult isn't it but we need to I don't know help these people maybe to understand that it is there and
1: if it's not you can ask maybe yeah that's why I think this is such a an important step forward because actually Scotland's saying it's okay if you don't have enough money to buy sanitary protection we will offer it to you and we'll give it to you and we'll make it more readily available so it's not hidden away and it's not it's not a dirty thing you know because yeah. well at least 50 percent of the population go through it every month and actually, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have children and we wouldn't have reproduction and you know, society wouldn't carry on. So we shouldn't be ashamed of it. I'm That's proud great. to talk about it. I mean, maybe when I was 13, 14, I wasn't so happy to talk about it, but yeah, if, if from when we, we need to talk about it with our children. Some
3: people are embarrassed, you know, and, and particularly, you know, of all things, having to go to a school office and ask for the red box, you know, <laughs> if there were little baskets in all the toilets where, you know, that the girls can just grab what it is they need, you know, or even in all the cubicles, just a little, you know, a little thing on the back of the door or something, you know, because at the end of the day, some people aren't comfortable talking about things and they don't necessarily want to have to announce that they need something. And actually, you know what, is there a single one of us that hasn't had to, you know, poke an office colleague on the shoulder and say, God, I'm packed love, you know, exactly. but some people just aren't comfortable doing that. So, no. you know, if they are available, you know, in cubicles and in washrooms and in shower rooms and things like that in, in you know, stations and schools and workplaces, then all the better. I
2: have I have walked into an office where I work, which is full of men, and have asked them. You know, just by any chance, any of you would have a tampax so it could go down very well. It's kind of like, no, get out! We don't do such a thing. Like, That's not
3: I just ask because you just never know, right? <laughs> You never know when you're going to need them. And actually, I had a friend and he was um, he was in the army and he said all the lads when they when they're deployed, they all fill their backpacks up with tampons because it's the best thing to use for a wound. You know, you can you can plug a wound with the Tampax and it absorbs the blood and it stops any blood flow. And they they all swear by them. So, you know, it's, it's almost a tool of war. Very manly thing to have. Very manly. It's great for nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not a sanitary pad, right? Not a sanitary
2: No, but just one, one more thing. Actually, I, it's just um, a little light bulb moment. <laughs> you know, I get them sometimes. Uh, but wouldn't that be amazing if actually there were men out there who would, like, think like that and maybe yeah. just have a couple of those with them in their bag or backpack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if there is a situation like that and there is like, a young girl, girl at work or, or at school and ask and there's nobody else, they'll go, Do you know, actually, I've got I've this. Got yeah. yeah.
3: We do have <laughs> men like that. We have some fabulous men that do think about everyone. Yeah. We do. Mm. Mm. Good. Mm. And, mm. Uh, <laughs> good. I've never seen a man with a tampax, but you know, fine. Yeah, yeah. you do. We do. Yeah, we we do. Them. We have we have kind young men kind old men and we have very kind gentlemen that do consider those around them. I yeah. no, just no don't
2: we definitely have kind men, around. just never seen a man with a tampax, but I would
0: love your contact scale. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a list. Right. Okay, um, moving on. Last news article. So this one comes from a publication which is close to our hearts, and lesbians and bisexuals up and down the country have been rejoicing this week as this popped through their letterbox for the first time in I think six yeah. months. Six months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Diva unfortunately had to yeah. um stop stop printing due to COVID, various complications. Um of the pandemic, but this is back with a bang. And look, look Claire me. Duval. Claire Duval. Yeah. Duval is a winner in town's eyes. Yes. <laughs> the winner, guys. The columnist um, for Diva, she cracks me up. I think she's hilarious, and I, I look forward to her articles every month. Eleanor Margulies. um and she has written an article about lockdown, and I, we can't screen share it, so I'm going to have to try and show you here. <coughs> so there you go. Um, lockdown has made lesbians of all of us. So, girls, what do you reckon? The, the, the article itself, we've all read it and, and uh, it's hilarious. So the premise of it is basically that during lockdown, uh, we have all developed skills, which she she suggests are, are lesbian skills, so bread making and crafting and gardening. Making or, hummus. Making hummus. Yeah, and definitely. I wonder how many of these that we, we can tick between us, so what? What oh. does Yeah, what does she say? She said freshly baked bread, a solitary stroll in nature, gardening, handicraft, somewhere on the embroidery or knitting spectrum, and pets galore. So I think between us, we can tick almost all of those. All, as well as rewiring plugs, which we've done a lot of during lockdown. Yeah,
3: we yeah. Lesbian skill. Mm. That yeah.
2: would makes me a lesbian. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's where I am. <laughs> that's all you need. You can do that.
0: That's it. You're in the club. So uh, she- She goes on to talk about um, a visit to her dad, and she finds her dad listening to Joni Mitchell songs and uh, being joyous about some hummus that he has just made. And uh, you know, she, she thought, you know, at 60 years of age, uh, she could fully recognise him as a as a genuine lesbian. Uh, i i just i just think it's such it's such a hilarious article uh, i we have tried to find it online and I'm not sure that it is online yeah, but yeah. but you you can certainly pick this up in w k smith's all good, all news good. These, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah
2: it's definitely worth a read that article I really laughed hard uh, It's very
3: but, yeah. but it, it sort of think what what do what do the community at large consider to be stereotypical lesbian leanings <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> like birkenstocks right and i don't know about you but nobody in this house owns a pair of birkenstocks or any dungarees in fact so is it is it yeah. now our pastimes that define us
1: well <laughs> and there seems to be quite a lot of them doesn't there actually so and some pretty positive stereotypes there i'm quite happy with those and if that's that's what makes us then i think it, equates to quite a well-rounded person actually nice walking nature come home Mm -hmm. bake a nice loaf of sourdough
2: make a stew put put, put, um pair of slacks on or
1: whatever
3: comfy clothes i really like that a good sturdy pair of walking boots right Mm -hmm. which we actually all have so (laughs) yeah
1: can't be a good pair of walking boots (laughs)
3: absolutely
0: but i i don't but i tell you something it's only because i don't have the physical build for dungarees i would love to wear dungarees i think they're brilliant let's bring back the 90s my I've got got all back... do you
1: No, but all my childhood i had dungarees and i was i was quite a chubby child and teenager and dungarees didn't do me any favors but now maybe i could invest in a new pair you now your mum good. goes
3: through the photo albums and go we should have known we should have known, should have known. look at and you I, in 1990 wearing dungarees <laughs> and i had
1: the ones you could um you could zip off so in hot weather you could you could take them off below the knee wow. and then they turned oh. into dungarees
0: for shorts
2: clever
1: <laughs> Remember? Yeah I thought so. It took a lot of years and meeting me to bring the <laughs> lesbian out of you. <laughs> oh, oh, but it's such a positive article you know we all need a bit of a laugh at the moment don't we. It's
0: a very funny article and and the strap line says imagine a world run by lesbians a lot of drama for sure but a hell of a lot more social justice. I just saw yeah, that was a great line, a really brilliant line. <laughs>
2: yeah I don't want to be flowing you know, our trumpet but
0: yeah yeah we're good yeah. um yeah. but i just wanted to, before we leave this article i just wanted to give diva a mention and and also other magazines for the community because i think it's really important that we have them um they're hard to find and few and far between what do you girls think do you think it's important that we have them available
1: yeah definitely i mean we love diva we subscribe as well so we've we've read the article and a few others this month already Mm. and but it's so important to have something for all of our community like you say they're quite hard to find and publications aren't cheap to print now so actually there's less and less magazines but it's Mm. so important to have a voice you know just not just for the lesbian community but for the whole community
3: you know what i remember being 21 and stumbling across my first um, my first edition of Diva and reading it cover to cover and thinking these people are like me, you know, this this is these are my people. This is my world. And they're, they're writing about things I can relate to and they're recommending books I want to read and they're recommending films I want to watch. Um, and I think actually um, the first uh, edition of Diva I ever read, had a review for Buttermer Cheerleader in it, the movie that <laughs> had Claire Duval in it. And then they returned uh, with a bang with Claire Duval on the cover and I, I couldn't um. be happier. This is me returning to a, a lustful 21-year-old who was desperately in <laughs> love with Claire Duval. So I'm you still in love, darling. Yes, but, she, but <laughs> That's she's, okay. she's, my, she's my second best now because I'm deeply in love with my wife. But Claire Duval, <laughs> she can come to our dinner party. Yes, yeah, she can. Um, oh, that sounds
0: like
1: an autumn awesome dinner party.
3: <laughs> can we come? <laughs> We're yes. going to need a bigger house. We are going. Yes, you can sit next to Whoopi Goldberg, and you can sit next to Dawn French. Oh, I like. Oh, well, That Goldberg. sounds good. Yeah, it's going to be some dinner party. Yeah,
2: is Whoopi Goldberg lesbian?
3: No, no, but she's she's, she's, cool. a, she's, a, she's an ally. Mm. Yeah, and we she's just not bird. Come on, she's awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You can each have one. You can, you can, uh, plus you can one. bring a guest each. Oh, who would
3: you? Oh, like? Wow. Ooh. Well, you know who I'm
0: bringing. There's only one and only.
2: Dead, dead, or alive. Alive. dead or alive? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, alive. Very much alive. Um, uh, just well, still very alive. <laughs> but it is
0: uh, one and only. Martina Navratilova. I'd bring.
3: Oh. To, uh, oh. Okay. Yes. She is madly
0: in love with her as well. No, I'm actually in love with Gabriella Sabatini. Well.
3: Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. I know The list is endless. Uh, come no on, Molly. You've got to pick one. Room. We've only got so many chairs. Who's it going to be? Oh my gosh. Um,
1: I'd really like to have J Lo come to dinner. Oh,
3: J Lo? Yeah. yeah. Is that alright? I'm sure she's got really interesting things to say.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's her mind you
3: love her for. Absolutely.
1: She's, don't judge a book by its cover. No. Yeah, she's you
2: know.
0: I think she is quite an awesome person, though, isn't she? She does a yeah. lot. About- yeah.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. She's I think she is. And, and she's yeah. got um
1: other um,
0: attributes. attributes. Many
1: fascinating attributes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we love JLo in this house, honestly. <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah, it's a, it's not like we were talking about this lesbian. <coughs> it's like a wishful thinking that every one of them was lesbian, wasn't it? And maybe, you know, if we think hard enough, JLo will become one. Too. You know, as long as you're an ally. Oh, right, right, woman. Is that what it <laughs> that's how Probably. I feel, yes. <laughs> if, she, if she comes to uh, dinner with the four of us, she'll be a changed woman.
0: She'll be eating that's ramen. it. That's it. That's right. Mm. She
3: Dipping leave. it with the sour <laughs> she'll, she'll be running for the door in fear if you <laughs> came to
0: dinner. <laughs> More likely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end of our stories. That's Jana, cool. would you like to give our talk? Uh text details. Absolutely, guys. Just remember
2: here um at Pride and Surrey we, we're here twenty-four-seven. And if you are struggling, please do get in touch. And this is via our text service. So if you text talk in capitals
0: uh, to eight eight four four zero, please do. So excellent, brilliant. brilliant. And don't forget to check out uh, what's happening this week. You'll find um, details of what's going on in terms of our um, content that we're airing over Facebook and Twitter. Please go and have a look. There's some brilliant things on this week. Um, we hope you enjoy it and hopefully we'll be back to see you next week. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, you so you. much, ladies. Bye-bye. bye bye